Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. The Christian Book of the Year has just been announced. And before we get to the winner, two runners-up, both of which I'm pleased to say have featured on Open House already. Third place to Cecily Patterson for Love, Tears and Autism. Second prize to A Short History of Christianity by Professor Geoffrey Blaney. First prize has gone to Murray Seifert for Gumbali of Nukur, an important book on the life of a remarkable Aboriginal leader, Michael Gumbali Waramara. AM and the story of the Nukur community in the Northern Territory. It's a book reviewed by our esteemed open house book reviewer, Cara Martin, who says this story shows that missionaries in Aboriginal communities seem to do far more good than bad. So I'm so glad that Murray Seifert joins us now on Open House. Murray, welcome and congratulations. Thank you. Murray, this book challenges many assumptions and presuppositions about the relationships between government missions and Aborigines. What have you been trying to communicate about that through your book? The most interesting period of that was when Gumbly was uh, a young man and becoming one of the leaders in in Nooka. We're talking now about the 1960s, and at, at that stage the mission was run by the Anglican Church Mission Society, and it was a, a standard mission in from some ways, but in other ways it was a a forward-looking mission. It was seen as a mission at the front of change. So Gumbly became one of the key leaders within the community. We get to the early 70s. The um, chaplain of the mission, who was a European, came back to Melbourne and got sick and couldn't return. And the question was, we needed somebody else to take over and look after the church up there. Whilst CMS was looking for someone to do that, the older ladies of the community said, look, they would have been more polite than this, but they said, we don't need another white fella to come in. We've got this young man, Gumbly. Why don't we make him leader of the church? They put this to the bishop, and the bishop said yes, and so he made him a lay leader of the church for 12 months and then ordained him as a priest. He was the second Anglican Aboriginal priest, and so for most of his life, Gumbly has been the senior uh, Aboriginal Anglican priest by date of ordination. So he's had no uh, role models, he's had to work out his own role in that, and um, he's been quite a remarkable fellow. And you can't underestimate the force of handing that kind of leadership to the Aboriginal community in those days, in the early 70s, is a very significant thing, Murray. Oh, that's right. Now, one of the things that I don't think has been understood is the role of CMS there. You've got to look at the 50s and 60s as a time when British colonies of East Africa became independent. And some of the key people who set that up were the missionaries, the CMS missionaries from Australia. Yes. And as they got independence over in Tanzania, Kenya and Uganda, these fellows came back home. And one in particular, George Pearson, who worked in Tanzania for a long time, 
took over some of the administration of CMS of the Aboriginal work and came in with a whole new vision. And I think what happened was that the ones that worked in Africa knew that anybody who had a black skin was able to do anything that a white fellow could do. And that that applied in Australia every bit as much as it applied in Africa. And so he came in with a whole new vision. Some of the other missionaries came back and was exactly the same. And I think that spurred the mission on. The whole community is like that. Murray Gumbly was a man of deep personal faith himself, but he was also instrumental at mentoring others to lead and bringing out their gifts and instilling and confirming Aboriginal leadership in that area. Gumbly, by this stage, was clearly the senior Anglican, senior Christian man in southeast Arnhem Land. And so each one of the leaders, he helped along the way, helping them to solve the problems. A lot of the work was done very democratically, um, so that he, by and large, sat and listened to the rest of the community, and he was instrumental in bringing those communities together to talk about Christian things and church matters. And we're talking here about two communities on Groot Island, Numbawa, which was a significant community, Nukuru, and he was involved in the Minieri, which is upstream a bit almost, and sometimes Owen Pelly as well. Kumbli was seen as a, a, a very wise leader in all of this, and um, the church in many ways stands on his shoulders. He's got it down way. People who take different directions from Gumbly on matters of uh, how to deal with traditional things, but he's certainly been an extraordinary fellow. Yes. How would you say he changed both faith in the Territory and life in the Territory if you stand back and look at the overall contribution that Gumbly made there, Murray? In a way, that's central to the whole of the book. I found that I could not describe the community of Nukuru without talking about Gumbly and his leadership, both on the council and in the church. He respected the very traditional ways, and so he carved out a way that allowed people to hold to strong Aboriginal traditions and to hold to the Christian faith. Now, it was central in his thinking that all of culture, Aboriginal culture and white culture, needed to be looked at through the eyes of the Bible. That's probably been one of the the main ways he would work, and he wouldn't force his view upon others. He was quite clear that significant amounts of Aboriginal culture as it had been practised for a long time could not continue. Stuff like marriage laws and um, treatment of people who'd done the wrong thing and a, a number of things like that. And so his work in the translation of the Bible was very much to allow people to, in the way he would put it, look at God's Word and find out what ought to be done in today's situation. What was exciting about Gumbly, I think, was that he he had this authority and he had this skill of negotiating with people and coming up with a good solution. 
His is a very significant life to Mark, and it's so wonderful that you've done it in this book that's taken out uh, first prize in Christian Book of the Year. Congratulations, Murray, and thanks very much indeed for joining us on Open House. My pleasure. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.